Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming and welcome to this week's BitCast. We got a lot more news than we've had in the past few weeks and we also have a new Name That Game with Dan this week. We also have an Ashen review, so if you've been following us on Backseat Gaming, Ains is finally going to give his final impressions on Ashen. This week we've had some big news that's been happening from the Destiny front. Ains, I'm going to pass this over to you because I know you're the biggest Destiny fan out of all of us, but they're leaving Activision? Is that right? Is that what we're hearing? It's what we're hearing. Uh, biggest probably news of the week was Bungie breaking from Activision and retaining self-publishing rights to the Destiny uh, IP. So obviously they're developing it, but now they'll publish it themselves, which quite frankly, I don't think anyone knows what that looks like right now outside of Bungie. Um, but this is really interesting. Uh, there, there's kind of two camps of thought here that I've seen across you know social media this week. And I'll some people are getting really excited saying, okay, Bungie can now finally, you know, put their true vision into Destiny. Um, and others more, I think I'm leaning towards this camp is that, you know, I think Destiny was Bungie's actual vision. I think Activision probably had some say in some things on timelines and development things. But for the most part, um, you know, I don't think this is going to make for huge changes to Destiny, but I guess we'll see. But yeah, I mean, this is this is massive news. Destiny, whether you like it or not, is one of the biggest IPs in gaming. This has to be worth just, I, I have no idea how much money, but it's a lot. And uh, it's interesting to see Activision just kind of uh, let this go, including publishing and IP rights. And uh, it's kind of weird not to see Activision, which, you know, for right or wrong, are known as kind of a scummy company. Um, just let this go without any fanfare. It seems a little odd to me. Yeah, it, it's. I'm not a big Destiny fan. I've never been a big Activision fan. Um, but maybe they'll get some more creative freedom. Um, what I would really like to see is, you know, them let go of Blizzard. But I think that's a whole different, you know, thing going on there. I think they actually own uh, Blizzard. So. That might not work. Um, I don't know <laughs> how this is going to work with. I know didn't didn't Destiny use Activision's servers for, on the on the PC? It does on the PC. Okay, yeah. So that or might be. It uses Blizzard Net. Yeah, Blizzard Net. Right. So I don't know if they maybe they keep like that going for a while. I'm I'm not sure how any of this is going to work, but you know it's always good to see you know developers kind of coming on their own. And you know Bungie's a good developer. I mean, regardless of whether or not you like the game. Um, Activision as a publisher, you know, I just, I just as well see them go away. So. <laughs> yeah, apparently, um, I think it was Jason Schreier over Kotaku, our favorite guy, um, mm -hmm. who posted that when this announcement was made, all of the Bungie employees in the room were cheering. So, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I personally don't have too much of opinion on it because I don't really care about Destiny as much. I was really excited for one. I got pretty burned on one. I probably spent maybe 60 hours on it, so I can't say that I never really enjoyed much of it. But there was a lot of it that I didn't care for, and it just became the, the, the grinding feature of Destiny. just got annoying after a while. The one thing that I've heard a number of uh, kind of commentators and contributors at different areas say that could be something that's positive here is... They won't be stuck to such hard deadlines on like DLC content or patches or maybe any changes on there. At the same time, we've never really been in any of those meetings to see if Activision really pushed them on that stuff. So if you remember Destiny 1, DLC was kind of meh until they finally got, I believe it's the Taken King, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. All of a sudden, that was an uh, actual DLC that people actually wanted and were hoping for at the first DLC. Same exact thing happened in Destiny 2. So for me, I was like, did these guys learn anything from their first game and even on the game and then content releases afterwards, the exact same thing has happened with this newest DLC. It's finally what people have been asking for. Um, I don't know exactly what uh, Bungie 
you know, their creative rights or what they didn't have. I've heard from a number of people that they had complete freedom to do whatever they wanted. But at the same time, we don't know. I have heard that there was some kind of uh, bad blood between Activision and, and Bungie during their relationship. So that's why Bungie was so excited to kind of get out of Activision. But um, I don't know. I think it's still too early to tell. And if I'm not mistaken, um, all of Destiny 2 is still under Activision's umbrella. It's not until the newer stuff's created that Bungie has, you know, completely by themselves. Is that what you guys have heard as well? It is, but I, I it's not like a verified thing. That's just what I saw being posted. Same here. Same here. Anyways, Dan, anything else on that? I mean, um, is this going to make you potentially want a Destiny 3 or maybe be more excited about it or anything? I played very, very little of Destiny by myself. I played very, very little of Destiny 2 by myself. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like Anthem is one of my, you know, most look forward to games this year, which is basically, you know, not necessarily a clone, but it's in that same genre. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe I should. I just never, I just never really cared for the game. So, yeah. I think we're all kind of in the same boat. If you've loved the game, you're probably going to be excited for Destiny 3, whatever. If you didn't care for it, you might just see what it's about, maybe the news and stuff, but we'll see what happens with Destiny 3 um, or how they approach their next game. So big news. So that's probably what you've heard towards the end of the week. Earlier in this week, we had some other big news that had happened, and that's that Division 2 on the PC side of stuff will be coming exclusively to not Steam. We're looking at Epic Games for that. So Steam is what most people have as their launcher on PC. As we've kind of seen the industry in the PC world happen, there's more launchers coming out. Epic is riding on the coattails of Fortnite's success, and we're seeing some bigger things from Epic. So, Dan, you're not a big PC guy, right? You don't really play much PC. Is this going to affect you at all? Probably not because I don't, but I understand like, you know, up until really yesterday, I didn't understand why this was such a big deal as okay. far as um, uh, where it matters. Cause you're basically playing on the same platform, right? You're playing on your PC, but I know there's different now that there's different, you know, reasons <laughs> to go to different stores and stuff. I mean, I didn't realize, you know, the whole refund system, uh, you know, how much, you know, royalties these developers are getting, not that it matters to me personally, but um, there's different, reasons to go to different stores. I know a lot of people have had Steam forever, so that's where their most of their library is. But essentially, you're still playing it on your PC. So yep. for me, you know, I'd probably buy it. If I wanted to play Dest or Division 2, mm -hmm. I'm going to buy it off of Epic Game Store. Now, this multi-game deal, is this all of Ubisoft? Is that what you heard? I'm not sure. They, they didn't define. They just said okay. it's a multiple game deal, but they didn't say what games or how many. So, but but it is it is with Ubisoft that we're talking. Correct. About. Yeah. It is with Ubisoft. Right, okay. yeah. yeah. So, uh, Ains, if you don't mind, before you give your your opinion on this, could you kind of obviously most of our audience we don't do a lot of PC stuff. So, could you give a basic uh, background as to how game launchers work, how libraries work? You know, even on the back end as far as developers and how they're pulling in money from these launchers. Yeah, so real quick, uh, Steam is by far and large the uh, primary um, kind of platform for PC gamers. Valve runs Steam, obviously. Well, maybe not obviously, but Valve runs Steam. Um, they give developers, I thought, I could be wrong on this, I thought it was 20% mm -hmm. of, okay, of the revenue of the game, or excuse me, 80% of the revenue of the game. Uh, Valve keeps 20%. And, you know, over time, Steam has really um, expanded, right? They've added uh, things like party chat, things you're used to on um, Xbox and PlayStation. They've added achievements. Uh, obviously, people have things like digital credit and store accounts on Steam. 
And, you know, by and large, people just keep Steam on their PC because they can run all the games they typically want to run. Well, that's starting to be challenged. And, you know, the question arose a few years ago, when is Steam really going to be challenged on the PC front? And that's, you know, that's come to fruition. So as we were just talking about Destiny, it was big news when Destiny 2 was launching because it wasn't using Steam. It was using the Blizzard launcher. So if you're on a PC, um, rather than, say, playing on an Xbox or PlayStation, which is a closed ecosystem, on a PC, you have to have a platform launcher, which launches the game for you. And like I said, most people go to Steam. But if the game you want to play is not there, you have to download and install a different game launcher. And so we were talking to some of our PC uh, only playing friends this week, actually. In fact, Jordan Simmons, who's written some articles for SG, was commenting on this. <clears throat> and he said he has five launchers on his PC now, um, which is, you know, uh, Blizzard. Epic Games, Steam, you have Origin, which is EA, you know, so if you want to play Battlefield or any of the Anthem on PC, will be on Origin. Um, and I'm forgetting one. Anyone help me? You said Blizzard already? Yep. Blizzard. Was it good old game? Oh, Microsoft. Microsoft. Store. Okay. So, if, you know, if you're a PC gamer in the Microsoft ecosystem, Forza, Gears, Halo, what have you, that's through the Microsoft or Windows Store. Um, and so it makes it just a little convoluted, right? Just like we love turning on our Xbox or PlayStation and knowing that every game we own is on that platform. Uh, PC gamers have kind of gotten used to that over the years on Steam, and that's starting to break apart, um, which I personally think is a good thing. I don't like Steam having a monopoly on the PC market. I don't think a lot of people do. Some people are okay with it, but um, I think this is good. And as you already stated, Bert, it's really smart of Epic because Epic has billions and billions of V-Bucks right now. And uh, they are using this influence in the industry to say to spend some of that money and start, you know, moving some games towards Epic Game Store and Division Two. For people who don't realize, Division is a massive IP. People don't really realize how much Division One sold, um, but it's over 10 million copies, and it was either the best or the second best selling game of 20. Where are we at? 16, 17? When it, whenever it released, um, I think only behind Call of Duty. So it is a massive game. Division 2 is going to sell millions and millions and millions of copies. And on the PC side, that'll all be on the Epic Game Store. Yep. So. Uh, and to give you guys a heads up, so the Epic Store is offering, I believe it's 88% profit compared to the 80 that Steam is offering. So if you're a developer and you're picturing, you know, people, millions of people buying your game and you're losing that extra 10% or in this case, 8% of what could be profits going into your pocket to Steam, you know, you go to Epic Store and they're offering you that extra amount that really adds up in the long run. So jumping over to another game that we continue to play for now almost, gosh, a long time now, over a year now, and it's continued to be updated pretty well by the development team on the Xbox One, Xbox One X, and obviously PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro now. Some good news coming to us console players. We have the Kendi, which is the new winter map, if you're kind of comparing to the other map sizes. So the original launch map is 8x8. You had the smaller map, which is a 4x4. This is going to fall in the middle with a 6x6. It's been available on the PTS server for some time now, and uh, it's now coming to the development side of the, the standard copy. Ains, any more details you want to share on that? So that's pretty good news for us. We love this game. Yeah, this has potential to be the biggest update yet um, since the 1.0 release and that uh, Vikendi's come into the main game, like you said, a whole bunch of performance tweaks. But the big thing uh, that players are waiting for is the ability on the Xbox One X and PS4 Pro to adjust the graphical settings. So right now, like on the Xbox One X, it runs in 4K, but as we know, it tries to keep 30 frames per second, drops to 20, 25 often. Um, this will allow the ability, hopefully, uh, to play in like 1080p, 
tone down those textures a little bit, but give us a higher frame rate option. And people have been wanting that for a long time now. So they've been testing that for, I would say months now, and it's been a long time coming. So, but the, one of the community managers on Reddit posted that this update is coming before the end of the month. So uh, not long to wait now. Looking, really looking forward to it. Yep. What am I doing? <laughs> What's happening? That's my PUBG go-to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you know that they're keeping up and and you know updating the game and you know keeping the fans happy. Yeah, I'm not a huge PUBG guy, so um, but that's awesome. I mean, that's that's what you want to see from developers. Yeah. yeah I, no, I'm sorry, Bert. I was just going to say one thing. I forgot is they are doing another um, like uh, event pass with the release of a candy where you can buy the event, earn uh, you know unique items. There's going to be some new weapons added and some other things as well. Yeah, um, actually, I'm hoping more of these performance settings come to a lot of the games on the X and the Pro to where you can choose what you prefer and what you like. I just got done playing Hellblade, and they had three different settings um, mm -hmm. of ways you can play that. So I hope that more of that comes. And I think PUBG is one of the best games that can kind of uh, benefit from a better <laughs> frame rate in general. Um, I, I would In this game, I prefer to have frame rate over graphics big time. So yep. pretty good. Do we have a you, you mentioned just before the end of the month, they haven't given any actual dates or anything, right? So it just could be whenever. Yep, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Okay, cool. But I know it'll be looking sharp. Ah, uh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, inside joke, guys. Inside joke. For people <laughs> Me and Ains always mess around with each other because we'll play a game and we'll be like, man, this game looks great. You know, and something, nothing really has changed. We're just, you know, chatting in the middle of nothing. In that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to our next piece of news. So, a lot of games coming out at the beginning of this uh, year in Q1, or actually leading into Q2. And with that happening, there's a lot of demos that are coming out. So Resident Evil 2's demo has released this past week. Um, a little bit of details on it. It's available for free on both PlayStation and Xbox. It's going to be your, your time for 30 minutes. So you can die 15 times if you're not very good at the game, as long as you're falling in that 30-minute window. Or you can continue to go as far as you can into the game in that 30-minute window. The second your timer cuts off, the game stops. And one of the cool things about this demo is you're given a special trailer that is not available to the public, you know, just by going to YouTube. Or obviously, people may have captured that trailer for to share, but they have a special trailer at the end of this one for people that just play the demo. So kind of a nice little Easter egg slash extra for playing the demo. Um, now, I personally, I'm going in silent as much as possible um, into this, so I have not played the demo, but I may give it a try still if I change my mind. Ains, Dan, have you guys given a, the demo a try? Sure. Six minutes. In 40 something seconds, didn't see a single enemy because I chickened out. <laughs> um, that's basically me and every Resident Evil game that's ever been created. I, I just, I can't do it. We're going to, I know we're going to try, but damn it, it's going to be tough. <laughs> um, it, it's, it looks gorgeous. Um, yep. It looks really, really good. Um, I played Resident Evil 2 when it came out originally. It's been so long. I've gotten older and apparently more afraid. So, you know. Did you finish up. it, man? Did you finish the first one? Or sorry, the, the second time. Uh, sorry, Resident Evil 2, the first time you played it when yeah. you were younger. Yeah, 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 when I was younger, yeah. I played through it. didn't bother me one bit. But, you know, these, you know, it just looks a lot better now. I've seen some, you know, um, <clears throat> some captures and stuff and some screenshots. And I don't know what it is, man. I, I'm not a jump scare dude. And when that happens... I don't know if it was two or one where that damn weird demon dog jumps through the window. That scared the shit out of me. But <laughs> hardcore. And, but, and that was it. And that, the rest of the game was fine, you know. But 
stuff like that i just can't do it's tough for me because I, I just you know i'm gonna die playing this game so this is not cool yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you, Bert. I'm um, very excited about it. I think we talked months and months ago, and I was kind of questioning this release. And now, you know, with all the effort they put into it, complete from the ground up remake, I uh, I'm really excited about it. So, pre-ordered it. Looking forward to getting that cool steel book as well, and um, not touching the demo, but uh, we get to watch Dan play it, which I'm very excited about. Yep. Yeah, so more to come on that, guys, on when Dan will be playing at the end of our uh, BitCast. You can kind of hear what Dan may or may not be doing uh, coming this week. I'm going to um, Something else, guys. This game does release on January 25th. So in our last BitCast, we had talked about games that we're excited for at the start of 2019. This is probably my biggest anticipated release. So January 25th, Resident Evil 2 coming to consoles. So... Next demo that has received a bit of press uh, in the recent months and coming up. So that's Devil May Cry 5. This game releases in March, so a bit further down the road. Uh, the original demo was available only on Xbox, so they had an exclusive deal for the demo. This second demo is going to be available once again for Xbox and this time for PlayStation 4. Now, are you guys going to be playing this one? I did love, you know, the first one, or sorry, the first four, five, six, whatever. Devil May Cry's. I did play the first demo is what I wanted to say. I did enjoy it quite a bit. It's got a different feel, a uh, different main character, um, a lot faster, but it's it seems like a pretty fun game so far. Yeah, I, um, it's funny. You joke about like the first one because that's the only Devil May Cry I've played was the actual first one on the PS2. Um, since then, I, I, I don't know what it is about the action game genre like the Bayonetta's, the Devil May Cry's. They just don't do it for me uh, much nowadays. So uh, probably not. I didn't check out the demo. And I'll probably be avoiding this, uh, especially because this comes out in right in the middle of all these other gigantic releases that I'm looking forward to more. So, nope, not a uh, not going to touch on this one. Yeah, I, I like those kind of games. I just, you know, I find them there's just not a whole lot of good ones. So, I played like you, Ains. I played the first one when it first came out. I never played another one after that. But I have played Bayonetta, which I really enjoy. Um, it's I don't know, man. I'm not a huge Devil May Cry guy, I guess. So. Yeah, it's the, so the studios have changed quite a bit. The original one was different from parts two and three, and then they've had some other ones. If you're interested in these games um, at all, there's some of them are available are on Game Pass, and even the most recent, I guess you would call it a reboot of a new look on Dante and a new feel for the game. It was actually fantastic. These are a lot more of the easier games compared to the, I guess, the soul style action games that are very slow and methodical these are kind of i would even call them button mashers to a certain extent so um they're pretty fun if you like those kind of games you know give this one a try it's available i believe february 7th um coming out on those uh, demos on both those consoles so not available now if you did try to get the uh, demo that was originally just for xbox it's no longer available but you can still play the demo if you have downloaded it so if you want to go back to that maybe you haven't given it a try Now's a good time, better than any. So if other than that, you're waiting until February. Um, moving away from demos, there's uh, if you have played Red Dead Redemption 2, um, the online mode is still in beta form, and a lot of updates have been happening to this. Now, um, Ains is our uh, big resident uh, Red Dead Redemption expert, I guess you would call him. Um, so Ains, why don't you tell us a little bit about these updates? Yeah, so the beta is ongoing for online, and with that, they're continuing to take player feedback, as you would expect, right, and make changes. So they're making changes to progression, they're adding more um, story missions, and they're adding the way, or changing the way posses work. Just a lot of, you know, quality of life updates. But the, the most interesting thing in this next update is that there's a mode called Gun Rush, and this is essentially Red Dead Redemption 2 Battle Royale. So it's a 32-player mode, 
Uh, you can play in teams or every man for themselves. There is a circle that shrinks and it's last man standing. So, you know, essentially what we know of Battle Royale. I have not, uh, I, I forgot to check if this released yet. Um, I was playing Red Dead Online last week, playing some multiplayer. And uh, it's quite fun. I mean, obviously the, the graphics and everything, it runs really smooth. Um, it is kind of funny just seeing all these kind of cowboys running around through the woods and through buildings all shooting at each other. So I had a bit of fun with it but i was getting my ass kicked but regardless um it's worth checking out i would say that if you like red dead it's worth checking out and i will check out this gun rush mode um so i can talk more intelligently about it in the future yeah i probably won't ever play it <laughs> i love you know the thing you know it's just these kind of like kind of i don't want to say tacked on like multiplayer things you know but they, i can see next year at this time still being in the beta so you know it is what it is i, I just don't I, I prefer single player games. I don't get to play a lot with my friends and stuff, so it, it's not. It, it's one of those games that I would need to play with other people if I did play it, and and I just don't see myself getting into it too much. But it's cool. I mean, I don't know if this will ever become like GTA Online big, but you know, we'll see. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I don't it, think so. It's, but it's so huge. It is a uh, it is a long term thing for Rockstar. They've been very clear that Red Dead Online is going to be going for years, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's good, and it, they'll just continue to improve it. But yeah, I mean, I had fun with it, but it's just you know, again, I've put 150 hours into the main game. The one thing that's odd is it the thing that made Red Dead Two so great, in my opinion, was the world, right? The environment and what goes on it, and that's different in online. It just doesn't feel the same, um, and so I, it didn't suck me in the same way. But we'll see. So it's, it, one of the biggest critiques that I had about Red Dead 2 was the kind of clunky gameplay as far as moving your characters and, you know, jumping over stuff, getting cover and stuff. How do you feel this kind of moves over into the online realm with multiplayer? Is it, is it exactly the same? Have they streamlined any of that? Is it smoother or anything? Exactly the same. Oof. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I, get, I, mean... I, I can only imagine a noob... Um, you know, Red Dead Redemption Two online player going into gun rush mode against people that have no, you'll expertise. Get you'll get crushed in seconds. I mean, jeez. Yeah, I, 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 eighty I, hours into it, and I get crushed. Yeah, I got, I got crushed. You know me, I'm competitive, and I played the game yep. a massive amount, and uh, I was getting just picked off left and right. Um, so there's actually a funny clip I posted where like I spawned and I was looking down a hill picked up a gun and I turned a corner, fell off a cliff, which the animation was amazing, like fell into the water. And then as soon as I stood up, I got shot in the back of the head and died. I was like, all right, I'm off to a good start here. Jeez. Uh, so. Okay. I might give it a try just to see what it feels like. Cause I'm, I, I can't imagine that gameplay online. So yeah. And it's, it's, it's not meant to be like a um, competitive, you know, like uh, you know, it's not a halo or called, you know, I mean, it's, it's meant to be more kind of goofy and fun and it is. Um, but yeah, if you, if you had problems with the controls, it's, they haven't changed anything. Interesting. Okay, well, cool. Good to see that that's coming out. Um, I'm sure that Rockstar will kind of streamline this and make it pretty good before GTA Online is still going live and strong. Um, so I, I would assume that they would try to get somewhere near that. But, you know, being in the Western cowboy world, I don't know how they can do that as much. But who knows? Rockstar pulls secrets out of their hat all the time. So um, we'll see how it goes.
All right, another kind of the biggest story in the past couple weeks outside of the Bungie news um, was the PlayStation 4 numbers that have kind of come out, and this is after the holiday season. Um, they released a number of 91.6 million units sold. Now, this is spanning across the entire PlayStation 4 brand, so your Slims, your Launch, your Pros, all that stuff is now out. Uh, 91.6, so that's kind of insane at this time. What, what are your thoughts here, guys? Yeah, that's huge, man. Huge. I mean, that's... It, I, 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 it's hard for me to quantify that in my brain, you know, so I'm trying to think like, like, like maybe like a city of like 91.6 million people and everybody owning a PlayStation. It's just, it's just, it's so many and that's awesome. You know, you know, and I don't know where Xbox is, you know, it's probably what, around 40, maybe about probably yeah, less that, than that, you know, and it's, it's, who cares? I mean, I, I'm not trying to get into sales numbers too much, but you know, because it doesn't really affect me, but that's, excellent for sony to you know be able to put something out that you know is able to connect with that many people i mean it's 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 insane insane i i don't know if they'll hit 100 million i imagine they will um i don't think it'll overtake the ps2 though but you know with the new console generations coming out but then again maybe it will maybe it'll keep selling after the new ones come out too who knows I, yeah, I, I think it definitely will, um, especially mm -hmm. considering we think that uh, 2020 will be PS5, next Xbox. Um, I think it will pass the Wii, um, which you had a note here, Bird hit 101 million, um, which means in reality, at the end of the day, the two best-selling consoles of all time will be the PS2 and PS4, which Sony's doing something right. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hugely impressive. We know the PS4 is just... They just have a lot of momentum. They dominate the conversation. They do a lot right. Um, the funny thing is, <clears throat> the, the thing I find funny about it is the things that they do wrong doesn't seem to negatively impact them. And I don't know how they do that. So for, <laughs> so for instance, they have no backwards compatibility. PlayStation Now is generally, it's getting better, but it's been generally disregarded or looked at as too expensive or too lackluster. Um, their um, stance on crossplay was atrocious. Uh, their responses to it were arrogant, and you know they're still kind of recovering from that in the player space. Um, things like their UI was still rather outdated. They didn't really give you a new UI with the PS4. It was more of a visual PS3 at first, and they've made improvements there as well. But they they've just had some all those ancillary things that you think would factor into the conversation more um, just don't impact the PS4. It's just like a locomotive that just can't be slowed down. And it's, uh, it's interesting. I don't know if that's, I think it's a combination of games. People always point to the big blockbuster games. And I think that's a huge factor, but one of the things I did see someone point out, I think it was Seamus Blackley actually um, a while ago was that Sony has done a fantastic job of developing their uh, distribution model and development model for regions outside of the the key ones, right? So you think Japan, US, UK, but they also do such a good job in so many other regions um, where they sell just tons of PS4. So bravo to Sony, man. They, they, you know, I don't always like what they do, but in terms of numbers, they're doing it right. Yeah, yeah. So from a perspective on there, so the PlayStation 2, obviously a lot longer of a of a cycle for them, and they 
did amazing numbers. They were around 150 million units sold. They're out of, they're no longer in production as far as new consoles being made, but they were still in production up until a few years ago. So mm -hmm. depending on where you are regionally in the world, people are still playing their PlayStation 2. People are still playing PlayStation 3, Xbox 360s, and Xboxes to a certain extent. Um, but it's kind of crazy that they can do that. The other thing for perspective is you can double the number of Xbox One units sold and then almost throw in the Wii U, Wii U units sold. And that's exactly where the PlayStation 4 is today as far as perspective as to how much they've done. Um, the other kind of big question is, is will the Switch ever catch up to the PlayStation 4 or surpass it? Um, I'm, I, I'm still in the camp of saying no, but a lot of people think that it will do better than the PlayStation 4. It, the gaming industry has kind of ballooned crazy lately. That's going to be tough, man. That's yeah, going to be really so. tough. But who the hell knows? You know, it all depends on if, you know, Nintendo's working on that next console or not. If they're going to stick with the, you know, the Switch for, for the time being and just release a, a better version of it. Yeah. You know, it could. I mean, it could really do it. It's just Nintendo's got that clout and they just do whatever they want with it. So, yeah, swing I think it around. I think the biggest decider would be the uh, the handheld market. So obviously right. the 3DS has sold way more than all these consoles. And um, the, I should say the DS brand, because there's a 3DS, 2DS, and there was a DS Lite, et cetera. The Nintendo handheld market is just insane. And I think if the Nintendo handheld market goes away for the 3DS and it transitions over to the Switch, then I think it's possible. But I think as far as like home console players, which is kind of where Nintendo was originally before they turned into handheld, you know, centric, when the Wii and the Wii U didn't kind of do as much as they did software-wise. But I, I think if those two kind of combine, it, it's going to be kind of a formidable console when it comes to cell numbers. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So good news from Sony here. Um, I guess we'll share our kind of last uh, news article, which is kind of lackluster, forgettable, upsetting. You can throw any uh, anything you want into that one. But uh, we had talked about Alien Blackout, I believe, in the middle of December, maybe early December, one of our bitcasts. And we had talked about how this name was trademarked, and we were super excited because it would potentially be a sequel or a game similar to Alien Isolation. Well, it's a mobile game. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to think about that. I, I don't do any mobile gaming on my phone. I don't know how you can turn that kind of a franchise into a mobile game now. So I am, you know, as Dan would say... <laughs> You know, it's, you know, whatever. Exactly. Um, Is that an official quote? That is an official quote. Yeah. <laughs> I will type, to that one out. Yeah. type that out. But okay. uh, yeah, I'm super let down. I was a massive, I not was, I am a massive Alien Isolation <laughs> fan. Um, I still want to kind of go back and play some of the DLC that came out for it later, but this sucks. Yeah. Yep. Um, yes. <laughs> Moving can, on. No, I'm I, just can, <laughs> I can confirm this sucks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this is hugely disappointing. Now, what they did say, and I think it was IGN was reporting on this, uh, because the outrage at this news, the developer care, the Fox Century Fox came out and basically said there are multiple alien games in development, and that the other one IGN is reporting is an MMO, um, which really doesn't uh, help too yeah. much. <laughs> uh, I, because I think so many people figured Blackout was a, a title, as Burgess said, that was kind of alluding to isolation, um, where it was more survival horror, more of good, that alien roots where it's really kind of creepy and tense and everything. Um, so an MMO is not really going to change that either. So I, I, I don't know what they're doing. I, I don't know why it's so di difficult to just make a game that your fans want. I don't 
get it. Like I'm, I'm sitting here trying to picture an alien MMO with just like a bunch of aliens running around. <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, oh, scary. Yeah. oh, did yeah. I just run into you? Hey, that's my hiding spot. Stop. I, you know? I, and, you know, I mean, the MMO genre is so difficult to do well. There's been few that have been done well, and they take years and years and years to do well. Right. Like, I just, yeah, I don't get it, man. This is, this yeah. is, this reminds me, it's funny, this whole thing is like, it's like mirrored back to when Blizzard announced the Diablo mo mobile game. And then shortly <laughs> after that, it's like, hey, we're working on Diablo 4. <laughs> don't yep. get us wrong. It's not an MMO, but... We're working on other stuff. I mean, it's like they have to, as soon as you announce a mobile game, it seems like you have to announce, oh, yeah, we're working on other stuff now. But, you yeah, know. It's like, it's like the worst way to announce a game after you announce oh. some shitty well, it's like It's yeah. like when they said Elder Scrolls, they brought up Blades. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Everyone's exactly been waiting for six for like eight years, and you bring out a mobile game? Stop it. Uh, at least Bethesda had it sitting there in the you know in the cartridge. They were like, okay, we we've got this just in case this mobile thing doesn't go over well. <laughs> I can't see why it wouldn't because everybody loves mobile games. Like that, it's like that Ains phrase. What are we doing? What are we, what doing, are we doing here, here guys? <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for listening to our news this week. That's our news. Uh, obviously, as we kind of joked about at the end of in the end of the year, there's not that much gaming news, and as the year progresses, the new year progresses, I should say, the news starts to ramp up. So we're starting to finally get some more news. Um, we're going to move over to our review for this week, and that's Ains taking over Ashen Review. So, Ains, why don't you tell us a little bit about Ashen? Yeah, so if you follow us, obviously you know we were playing Ashen for Backseat Gaming, which is where I started it. And while we were recording that series, I didn't play it um, you know, outside of those recordings. So after we wrapped up uh, Episode 3, I went back and you know I wanted to really finish up the title, and I did beat the final boss yesterday. I got every achievement in the game except for replaying the entire game on a diff on a more difficult setting which uh, just doesn't interest me at this point in time but uh very enjoyable i'm gonna be giving it um honorable on our scale here at sg which equates roughly to a seven i'd probably on a numerical scale maybe give it a little higher than that but um really enjoyed it if you're if you're a fan we talked a little bit before that if you're a fan of the souls like genre and that gameplay where it's a little more methodical a little challenging at times that's exactly what you're going to get out of ashen uh, the game is not ultra large. It, if you start beginning to end and kind of run through it, it'll probably take you, I would say, 15 hours or less. There's only, I want to say, six bosses in the game, if I'm remembering correctly. And uh, quite frankly, you know, I know people were talking about the challenge of it, and I'm not trying to be sarcastic here or smart, but when compared to things like Bloodborne or, uh, you know, the Souls games or games typically of that genre, uh, The Surge, even games like that, this one was a little easier. Um, I beat the final boss on the first try, which you try to do that in any other game is uh, those games I mentioned kind of unheard of. I beat, I want to say, three or four of the six bosses on the first try. Um, because you have a co-op partner mostly at all times in this game, um, which is also actually one of the negatives. So the co-op partners, you know, we had a lot of fun with Chip and uh, leveling up our characters along the way. And they they can be a big help at times, um, but they're rather inconsistent. Sometimes they'll just disappear. Other times, you know, they die and no one comes back for long periods of time. So that was one of the kind of negatives I had. But other than that, it's got a very unique art style. Uh, it, it's really kind of watercolorish looking. And uh, I liked exploring the world. They did a good job with the environmental design. So you guys, you know, you saw that first open world and we kind of went through the caves and caverns. And then after that, it actually opens up to this big, um, bright section, almost like a city. 
and uh, you can kind of explore and find items all over the place, and then you go through a palace, and uh, it was just really neat. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good effort from A44 Games, and um, you know, from a replayability, there's really not a lot there unless you want to do that challenge run, like I said. Um, but it's on Game Pass. Uh, if you don't have Game Pass, I believe uh, you may have to correct me. I think it's twenty nine ninety nine. I could be wrong there. That's correct. Okay. Um, but yeah, really enjoyable. So if you like those types of games, you want a little bit of a challenge, um, play something different, give it a shot. And uh, you can find the rest of my written review on the site. Cool. Thanks, Ains. I mean, Dan, I don't really have that many questions. We were with Ains for yeah. uh, hours of this game, yeah. so we, we kind of know a bit about it. So. Yeah. Cool. Appreciate the review, Ains. And if, if, if you're a fan of this game style, definitely check it out at minimum. You know, maybe if you play don't like it that much or something, move on, but just check it out. It's, it's a very cool game. As Dan mentioned when we were playing, I wish I could play this game because it's absolutely beautiful, but unfortunately, he's probably not going to come back to it. Am I, am I right there, Dan? Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid. And that's <laughs> like how my skills develop. <laughs> over the next you know month or so i've unlocked the harder difficulty if you want to give it a shot that's a hard <laughs> pass Boss, nope. good. a new hard mode is a hard pass yes. all right okay so uh my on the spot question for you guys is a it's a pretty interesting one because we finished 2018 we're starting 2019 it's a pretty simple one too so what what is the game from 2018 that you passed on because there was too much going on you kind of want to put it in your backlog, but you probably feel you'll probably never get to it. So you're just going to be skipping it. What 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 is that game for you guys? Vampire. Ah, mm, for that's sure. A, that's a good choice. Um, it, it's, it's, I played, you know, an hour of it maybe. And it, it, it looks like it can be something I'd really enjoy. Um, but uh, it's, I just don't know. I just don't think I'll ever get to it. You know, but you know, maybe. You know, because it looks like this this next year is really front loaded, like you guys said. You know, with yeah. with games early, so there might be some time, depending on how much Anthem I get into, you know, to to squeeze in a nice single player game. You know, you like to keep it fresh and try to kind of, I like to try to rotate stuff and play different kinds of games that you know. So I'm not playing these giant, massive open world games all the time. Something a little bit smaller, and you know, it just seems like a game that I would really like, but I. Have this feeling I'm never going to get to it. So it's funny because uh, you know I was trying to think, um, and, and honestly, my answer may be the same. Uh, Bert, you probably remember I've mentioned that game to you multiple times in 2018, saying I wanted to play it, and I was waiting for it to kind of go down in price and find some time. Um, I still don't own it, and um, you know th I would say probably that or Observer, which we've been talking about. Ah, mm -hmm. I have uh, I have it installed. It's on Game Pass. Um, but I'm looking at my schedule right now, and I'm like, I've got, what, less than two weeks till Resident Evil 2 comes out, which I'm sure will take me to mid-February at least, and then, you know, the rush hits. And so I don't know if I'm going to get to it in time or not. Um, the only other one I would think of, which will get a laugh, I'm sure, is Fallout 76. Um, <laughs> Maybe. I've thought about it. Yeah, it's, it's you know... It, <laughs> Kind of a quip for you guys, but I've got the damn map to the game over my toilet in my bathroom in my game room. And so every time I walk in there to go to the bathroom, I'm looking at this map of Fallout 76 and being like, oh, it looks like a pretty cool world. You know, I'd like to, to check that out. And then I come back to reality and think, oh, I don't want to really play that right now. Um, but I'm hoping that at some point here in the future, with these updates that they're doing to it and improving it, that I'll want to go back to it. And then, you know, who knows if I ever will. Yep. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's it's mine is a it's kind of a funny one, and, and the only reason I brought it up is because I was looking at games that I still have in their package sealed that I never have played, but I was excited when I initially bought it. And mine is actually a game from 2017 that I bought for like 10 bucks at a on Best Buy sale. It's Mafia Three. <laughs> um, I loved Mafia One. I enjoyed Mafia Two. I didn't love it as much. And then I was like, Oh, Mafia Three. This is, I guess, the current gen game. It's still in its package, and it's still. Uh, not going to be opened, um, I think. I, I've read nothing but negative stuff on it, and it just got me thinking, you know, what are other games people that have the same feeling on? So. All right, let me, let me tell you something. If you don't go open that today and play it, you are missing out on one of my favorite games. Oh, good. Mafia, Mafia 3? <laughs> yeah. I, wow. I thought, I thought okay. you were going to criticize it, Dan, but no. um, because I was just about to say that I – there's, I know I can't think of any other game in the past couple of years where I've heard such mixed reactions. Some yeah. people say it's like the greatest game, and if you, it's a little bit repetitive, but the story and the setting and the music are incredible. That's exactly right. Okay, and then other people are like, I just couldn't get into it, but I've I've heard if you just kind of power into it and and, and enjoy it for what it is, it's it's really worth it. Yeah, the mechanics are great. You know, the the story is really, really good and well written. It's a different kind of it's almost like a documentary how you play it. It's mm. really cool how they shoot some of that stuff. Um, characters are really well developed. The music is outstanding. The only thing I didn't like about it is that there's really no fast travel system. So that that's yeah, yeah there that, wasn't in any of the other ones either. Yeah. No, that that bothers me a little bit only be but you do have some awesome music to listen to as you're driving from place to place, you know? So, I mean, it, it's not, you know, groundbreaking by any means for sure, Wow, but okay. it's really, really, really good. I mean, I thought I was surprised. I was really, really surprised. I was like, yeah, this is going to be. How shit. long ago did you play it, Dan? I don't have a reason I played it. Uh, I would say last year, maybe around this time. Okay. Yeah. When it launched, it was like bugtastic. I mean, it had all kinds of problems oh, with cover system and movement and stuff. So I guess they fixed it. So maybe yeah, I, 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 I mean, will play this game. You should. It's, it's, I won't mention the Dan that I too have it sealed and have never opened it. <laughs> you have the collector's edition, I think. I do. I've got a yeah. big box here, like ten feet to my left. Never opened it. Yep. With the vinyl and stuff in it. Uh, yeah. Uh, they they uh, there, was, there was a point last year in the two K store where it was twenty five bucks. Jeez. You know what we should do is just make those our DSGs, man. Just go to it. <laughs> Maybe That's it might a, be too open world. Uh, it is pretty open world. Game. Yeah. yeah, it is huge. But it's really right. good. Cool. Well, on that on that point, Dan, why don't you kick us off with what what are you currently playing? So what's in your uh, rotation right now? So right now, basically, I've kind of flew through the Yakuza series mm. as much as I could. I've played Zero, which I really, really enjoyed. I finished it. Um, I wish the only problem I have with that game is that there's a, there's a mechanic for, you know, like doing your uh, building your businesses up and stuff like that and taking it. I really wish I explored that more, but it just seemed the game like, like the game was pushing me to ignore it. You know, it's like, hey, you have to go rescue this person. They're in really, really bad danger right now. Or you can go over here and call up a radio station and, you know, try to, you know, this is weird. It's, it's, it's kind of it kind of took you out of it a little bit. It's awesome. It's mm -hmm. a great game. Yep. I, I went through Kiwami really, really fast. Um, didn't do much of a side stuff at that one at all, but it was really good. And then I'm now I'm playing Kiwami 2. I'm kind of taking a little break from it so I don't burn myself out too much. Yep. Um, and I've been playing Guacamelee 2 on the Switch. Love that game. Super fun. Um, also played, started Elix, which I picked mm. up for really, really cheap on the digital store at one point. It's an MMO, isn't it? It's no, it's a, it's a, it's like a giant cheesy 
RPG. Oh. Kind of similar to like Dragon Age, but you don't you know you're by yourself for the mm -hmm. most part. Interesting. Uh, the graphics are not great, but they're you know it's probably like a 2016 <laughs> graphical extravaganza, but it's and, right. and it's it's cheesy. It's very very cheesy. The dialogue is a little cheesy, but it's it's tough. I mean, it's not you know it. it but I, I haven't got too far into it to be fair. I've only gotten a couple hours in, but I, it looks huge. Like the amount of stuff you can do, the the map looks gigantic. Um, lots of side quest stuff. Um, and you just it's just a some kind of weird RPG. I thought I'd take a flyer on, and it's it's not terrible, but it's interesting. You know, so yeah. did you skip uh, Yakuza Zero? No, I, that's the first one I played. That was. Oh, the, I, I, thought, I thought you were saying you played Kiwami. My bad. I, I played them. I played all or both of them, all the way through. Damn. Okay. So, yeah. It's cool. Been a, yeah. It's been a while. Ains, Ains, how about yourself? Uh, right now, I'm just kind of cleaning up i'm in cleanup mode so i um you know after finishing odyssey red dead then odyssey i was like open world burnout so um finished ashen obviously and now i'm thinking okay i've just got a few weeks where i'm gonna play some other games that i've been wanting to play and just try some new stuff so i want to play some more astrobot on my psvr and get some time in on that uh, moss as well uh i just started not this morning for maybe 20 minutes life is strange 2 because that got added to game pass so i figured i'd check it out um tacoma i've been wanting to play since it launched that's from fulbright and i uh, really like that development company so i've been wanting to check that out it was five dollars on the xbox live um wow. over the holidays tw normally twenty dollars so i was like oh time to buy it and then downloaded uh observer as well we just touched on so want to play that don't know if i'll get to it and then um, i'm glad you just added this note because i forgot about it but uh, i am playing celeste as well so Finished, I think, World 1. I'm probably near World 3 right now. I don't know how many there are, but I'm still pretty early. But it's a lot of fun so far. Cool. Yeah, mine really quick. I went back and replayed Hellblade on the 1X. I played it on the Pro initially. Uh, completed it, loved it. It's one of my favorite games. Um, and then I went back on the X to check out the 4K. And as I mentioned earlier in the BidCast, it's got different uh, graphical options. So I did play frame rate. Then I went to Enrich Visuals, which is just higher end. And then it's just kind of a balanced experience for the third option. So amazing game. Still uh, one of my favorites. I uh, got to play with my new headset, too. So you get that full surround sound. Really enjoyed it. Started Yakuza Zero. Um, I was actually hunting this physically down, and it's been sold out everywhere here in Austin for a while. And they finally got a new stock at Best Buy. Picked it up about eight hours in, so still very early on. Um, it's a complete remake of the original Yakuza game, and uh, you can tell it's it's older. It's got some older mechanics in it, Yakuza but I'm loving it. Zero isn't is it? Kiwami yeah. the original. No, Kiwami's part one. I didn't Kiwami. know. I thought Yakuza Zero was just like a prequel to the original Yakuza game. Yeah, it, it is. It's the original oh, okay. one. That's the one that came out oh, and they remade it with the new engine. Oh, man, I'm way off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Samsonite. <laughs> yeah, Kiwami is part one, and then Kiwami 2 is part two, and then it goes all the way up to six where we are today. So is Yakuza 0 is, is its own game, right? It is. It's okay. it's 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 the main character's uh, Kiru. Um, it's his it's his original origin story. Yeah. Kind of okay. He's on. Yep. Yeah. I was like, I just played this damn game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did play through Detroit Become Human. I got it for Christmas uh, from one of my relatives, and um, it was fantastic. It was actually, if I wish I would have played it in 2018, it would have been somewhere in one of my favorite games um, list, maybe top ten, maybe even. Loved it. Um, I did finish the entire game, and I'm actually going back to do the different endings and different story points in there it's funny you have three or you no know, three main characters 
And uh, if you don't choose correctly, you can kill one of them off like in their first mission. <laughs> and then they don't appear in the rest of the game at all, which is just very interesting mechanic to me. So um, like I said, I'm playing that and trying to do the different routes. You can load specific trap chapters and stuff, but then your save point starts at that point. Um, and you can go back and play it as many times as you want and then choose the way you want to move on to the next chapter once you've played all the way through. So that's really cool. Um, I did play through Observer, and I really loved it. This game was a, kind of a surprise. It starts out really, really rough. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a different experience. You can tell it's a smaller developer. Um, it struggles on consoles. It chugs on the 1X. But uh, once you kind of get all that negativity out of the way and kind of the the rough uh, look of the game, it's really, really good. And, and the story picks up into all kinds of different routes that you didn't kind of expect it to take. Um, I would definitely suggest playing this one if you're into those kinds of games. It's kind of a story mode game, decision-based, it's first person. Um, and I think you could finish the game up in around 10 to 15 hours if you just want to shoot through it. If you want to investigate more, you're somewhere between 15 to 20. If you want to do everything and search everything like I know someone on this BitCast likes to do, uh, you're, you're, you're somewhere around uh, 25 <laughs> yeah. to 30 hours is how big this game can get because there's just all kinds of areas you can go find and dig. And you can once you get through an area, you're like, hmm, I think there's still more to investigate in here. And then you try to go look for more. Um, so you might be playing this for a while. But it was actually a, a pleasant surprise. I wish it was more optimized for the home consoles, but it's not. Um, and you kind of have to live with that. But it's it's really good. It's free on Game Pass as part of the subscription if you're there. And then lastly, I did give Celeste another try and kind of force myself to play harder into it. It's not as hard as I thought it would be. Um, and the good thing is each room that you go into, you can save at that point. So if you're struggling somewhere, you can put it there. There's also an assist mode, Dan, if it's uh, if, it, if you think it might be too hard. I definitely suggest it. It's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in the old style 8-bit game. It is just so much fun. Um, and it becomes a lot more fun. I actually like it more than Ori, which is kind of a, a big deal to me. I, I I liked Ori a lot, but I like Celeste more than Ori so far. So nice, man. that's our currently playing. Um, so we're so you said, always, uh, sorry, Bert, you yeah. mentioned your headset and you picked up the Lucids, right? Yeah, I picked up the Lucid Sound um, L nice. L35X. Um, yes. I saw some it, video on those. It was a pretty pretty decent video. Yeah, very very much detail. I, I think it's really good. It's it's really weird how you can tell the difference between a good headset, an average headset, and a really nice headset. It's it's <laughs> really goes good. a long way. Um, and the biggest thing that I'd never thought that I would uh, like so much is how comfortable they are. So I have uh, the standard Xbox surround sound headset that you can get. Then I have a nicer one. And when you play some of those for hours, your ears get kind of sore and they get kind of hot, which is you can't really explain it unless you're a big headset gamer. Um, and you're you have like this uncomfortable feeling. You take your headset off and like your ears hurt, like there's like a soreness mm -hmm. to your ear or your head in that area feels really hot. Um, with these, I played for multiple hours, didn't feel a thing on my head. It was, it was kind of crazy. Um, but the sound quality, the, the, the crispness is there and I really like it. So, um, thanks to that video I watched, I probably would have never upgraded, but you know, <laughs> done uh, it's a pretty damn good video. Yep. Anyways, um, we're going to move over to another one of our new favorite uh, sections of our BitCast and turning it over to Dan. We're going to be playing Name That Game. If you're listening on the audience, let's see how far you get as far as questions go. Um, we, you can either do really well at like getting it on the first or second question, or you can be like our last uh, one that we didn't get it till I think, question eight. Hey, so, hey. Uh, let's see how we do here. So, Dan, kick it off, sir. After my first debacle of Google 13, I decided to pick a game that I played, that I enjoyed, that isn't 
as obscure. And actually, it should. I mean, that you guys should get this. I'm just, you know, we'll see. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think you will. I, I'm almost, I mean, I, I pretty much put the last thing is like, okay, this is basically the game, but we'll see. <laughs> I love, who's, I, love uh, I love the end. We'll see. <laughs> who's okay. got the first guess? I don't care. Let's, let's go. Let's go with Mr. Atari shirt. First guess. Uh, Atari Better shirt. be an Atari game. I came it prepared. Definitely an Atari game. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, so you already gave you already gave him a clue. That's not. It, well, the first damn clue is it was released in 1990 for the Sega Genesis. Oh. But it was also released on now. You, now you're in, now you're in my realm. Wait, wait. F finish the rest of your clue, and you you're saying right. something. Also released previously on the PC a year earlier. Ah, uh, okay. Wow, that's going into the memory banks. Wasn't Dan the one complaining that 2002 was too old? <laughs> 2017 is too old. <laughs> uh, let's see, 90 Genesis was on the PC. Okay, uh, let's go. Uh, Populous. No. Syndicate. No. Oh. All right. Those are two good guesses right out of the gate. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Yeah. <laughs> None of those. So, <laughs> okay. There was also an Oregon Trail. You know, I'm Oregon just kidding. Go ahead. Also, an arcade version released at the same time. Ooh. Arcade. So you're talking about like physical arcade at the arcade. So. Go to the arcade. Okay. Um, ooh, bubble, bu uh, bubble drop or whatever. Ooh, that was fast. The, the one where you no. shoot bubbles. Uh, no. What is it called? Bubble bobble. Bubble Bobble, yeah. That's, that's a NES game, dude. Come on. Yeah, he was at the arcade same time <laughs> the in the 90s. I don't want to play that. I don't know what the hell Syndicate and fucking Populous What? Oh, my God. Every episode, you make a statement that makes me question <laughs> you being I on really, the episode. I don't know what it is. I just don't, I don't know. My, there's a finding amount of space for information in my head. All right? Sometimes stuff comes in and pushes other shit out, and I can't <laughs> do anything about that. Go ahead, Ains. So he's like the, he's like the launch Xbox 360 over there. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 1990 PC and arcade. Jesus, that's an odd one. Uh, really one. Forgotten Worlds. No. Okay. What the hell? But good guess. Also, never heard of it. <laughs> I might know what it is. I might know what it is. Oh shit! I gotta get yeah, it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Wait. All right, beat him up platformer. I know what it is. Oh, shit. Go, go. All right, I got based, one guess. Hold on, wait, I'm not finished. Based loosely on the film with the same name. Go, 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 go. Hurry up, Beans. I know what it <laughs> got is. Got it. Got it. Shit. Damn, that was fast. Beat him up platformer. Yes. PC. Oh, God. Why do I think it's moving? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to regret this because I'm not going to get it. And I'm gonna this know it. For, for me, it's, it's, it's one kill of me. two games. It's one of two games. So I'm hoping to one game platformer. Actually. Can you say that last one again? And what of the same name? Uh, loosely based on a film of the okay. same name. It's killing me. <laughs> killing me. He doesn't want to not answer. I don't want to answer. I'm just gonna wait for a couple hours. I might know it, but I could be completely wrong. Oh, don't don't try to entice me into guessing. I see what's going on over there. No, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have it. I'm gonna know it once you say it. I'll, I'll uh, sure you know it when you say it. Yeah, Goonies. It's not it. Nice. No. Not okay, good. so it's one of two games. Is it Golden Axe? It is not Golden Axe. Question. Uh, it's a movie. Uh, 
All right, good, good. We're still alive. Let's go. Wait, hey, I get next question. So yeah, right, hurry up. Let's see what we got. Okay, so the main character of the game has made cameos in other games. Dang, this is my other guess. So I'll have to throw it out there. Gauntlet. No. Oh, yeah, nice. You had it. We're still going. We're Damn still going. It. You had it. Main uh, character has made cameos in other games. Yes. I was a Genesis kid too, man. I lived the Genesis. I can't believe nothing's coming I to me. Was be, I was like, man, now two damn questions in, and I'm gonna lose. <laughs> it's already, it's already over. Robocop. Ooh, that's a good guess, but no. <laughs> I have another no. idea who it is, but I can't remember his name now. The game okay. name. All right, question five, I think. Right, go for it. it. All right, the main antagonist was Mr. Big. Oh, for God's sakes! For God's sakes, this should be. This is where it starts getting easier. Yeah, that even rings a bell, and yet the game's not coming to me. There's probably 15 Genesis games, though. To be fair, that had Mr. Big as the main. That, that's kind of true. That was a pretty popular name. <laughs> uh, oh man, damn it! I know I'm lost. Yeah. You scared <laughs> me. I thought you had it right away. Like I, have an, I have an idea. I have an idea what it is, but I'm not for sure. Uh, yep, I think I know what it is. It's over for you, Ains. Yeah, sounds as though. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have it. Earthworm Jim, that's not it. Oh, that was a good yeah. game. Good game. All right, Bert. Streets of Rage. No. Fuck yeah, Axel. Fuck. Hmm. All right. Question number six. That we're at. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. The goal of the game was to rescue. Kidnap children. Wow, I think that I think that just hurt. Like yeah. this is this is actually more of a clue than it actually sounds like. I, I've played this game. I guarantee one hundred percent. I have played this game for sure. Rescue children. Is, is is it my uh my it's guess? Your, your guess, yeah. Bert. Revolution X Aerosmith game. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I, I I felt I was feeling confident earlier, and then I lost it. Wasn't that a, wasn't that a shooting game? Yeah, it was. crashing down. Oh God, this is gonna kill me. Cool spot, you know the old little cool Seven Up guy. <laughs> yeah, you just can't throw out random guesses now. Is it cool spot? <laughs> it is not cool spot. No. Okay. okay, that's really not a guess. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Children. It was on PC as well. That's what I keep going back to that because a lot of Genesis games weren't, you know, on PC. Other than a Yeah, I know. I was just trying to help my memory. Um Kidnap Children's getting me too. Damn. Platformer. Got not uh, I'll say Gunstar Hero is another Genesis game, but that's not it. Moving on. Ooh. Moving on. All right, so this is where we start. Okay, you were able to earn the ability to transform yourself. Vector Man. Hey, it's my guess. It's my oh. guess. Into a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Vector Man. I don't think it's that. It's not. No, I just, <laughs> I'm trying to confuse you. <laughs> transform yourself into a robot. 
God dang, I think I should I feel like I, I should know this. I, I shouldn't I should have known this like three questions ago. I'm killing myself. I tried to make the questions as hard as possible because I thought the game would be really, really easy to get. But after this next one, we're gonna be good. Oh boy. What is the <laughs> I'm going blank. It's one of those moments. I got nothing. I, I got nothing. Go for go, a bird. Go ahead, bird. I wonder if this is in like the greatest Sega Genesis collection games because uh, I have no idea. Vector Man's uh, in that. <laughs> it is Comic Zone. No, mm-hmm. that was a cool game at the time. Yeah. All right. If these next two don't give it to you, then it's it's over. I know one of our <laughs> listeners knew this back at like question. Yeah, they're like, four. man, these yeah. guys are dumb. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is this is it. All right, this is Bert's first guess. The music from the game came from one of the best-selling albums. Oh, Moonwalker. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, what other game was Michael Jackson in? He was in, like, that space something hero, some kind of space. I don't know what the hell other game was. It was space hero something or space. Oh, it. It was at the arcades, too. I remember that. I remember walking by the cabinet and being like, damn it. Michael Jackson, Moonwalker. Yep. Oh, Space Bay. Channel 5 and Space you, Channel 5. You know, too. you know, the funny thing about that game, I had it. My mom bought it for me. I played it. Um, so I definitely knew it. That game, if you look on eBay right now, it's worth a lot of money. Yeah. On, on Genesis? Yeah, if you have a complete copy of it. I looked. At, I have no idea why, but I looked it up like a few months back. <laughs> That's crazy. The last two question or uh, hints were your attacks were mostly based on dance moves. Oh, man, oh, yeah. <laughs> And this one's kind of obscure, but the main character in real life initially helped develop Sonic 3, but ultimately left the project. Yeah, that's about music. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Dan. Quite, hey, quite, that's, that's a good, quite a recovery. Quite a recovery Ooh. from what you thought was a bad game. Like, who's ever heard of Galgo? God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> just kidding all right folks well uh thanks for playing name that game with us if if you uh, guessed it a lot earlier than what was that number seven was that question eight. seven eight. eight again if you uh guessed it sooner than eight please leave in the comments or leave something below like guys y'all are idiots you should have had it at number be three yeah be, uh, be kind and the funny thing is i'm a massive michael jackson fan so <laughs> god dang um <clears throat> All right, so that does it for our BitCast this week. We're going to go ahead and close it out with our closing comments. Dan Ains, anything from you guys? I thought Dan was going to say. Um, No, nothing nothing much here. (laughs) That's pretty good. I just want to thank everyone. Um, We've passed 500 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, We are doing really well with uh, this BitCast and a lot of new listeners tuning in. And uh, just getting a lot of really good feedback on the new content we've been producing. So again, just a big thank you to all of you out there who follow us and stay in touch and you know reach out. So thank you for that. Um, we said last week that Backseat Gaming was just taking a one-week uh, hiatus. But as we alluded to, we will be back this Friday with Dan taking the reins. Uh, and we'll see how he does. Mm. Yeah. Make sure to make sure to wet proof your seat. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a new couch, so we should be fine. <laughs> All 
But as Ain said, guys, thanks for listening. If you're listening just audio, obviously we always appreciate the listens there and um, what, whatever platform you're on. Thanks. And we'll, we'll be returning to you next week with our uh, reoccurring BitCast, which is weekly, and our BSG this Friday. So if you tune in for that, make sure to wait for it on Friday. And maybe another surprise later this week that will keep you kind of at the edge of your seats for. So thanks again for listening. Have a great week, everybody.